Hey everyone, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, CodeMagic. CodeMagic is a Flutter developer's favorite continuous integration and delivery tool. It's super easy to get started and they have really awesome documentation. People love that CodeMagic supports mobile, web, and desktop and makes code signing and publishing your applications just really, really easy. Recently, CodeMagic has included M1 Max in their free tier and also lowered their prices. It's definitely worth considering if you're looking for a CI/CD tool for your next Flutter project. So go ahead and check them out at codemagic.io. That's C-O-D-E-M-A-G-I-C dot I-O. Hello and welcome to another episode of Flying High with Flutter. I'm your host, Alan Waima. Today I'm with Julian uh, Pap- uh, Papinuti. Uh, did I say it wrong this time? The first time I said it correct. Is this right? Yes, it is right. It's, it's right. Yeah, so it's the only French man I know with an Italian last name, as you said, right? I, I, I come from a lot of countries to finally stay in France. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, now that you mentioned it, you do look a little bit uh, Italian, right? You're very dark hair, I think, for a French person. Yes. I don't usually see too many people dark-haired French. Dark hair, but sadly, I don't have the, the, the Mediterranean skin. I'm really, really so, so much white. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think I think I need to do a color correction on here because I'm I'm really pasty. I don't go outside so much. It's really difficult for me to 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 have a tan. So, are you the kind of person where it's either you you're white or you're burnt? Is there something like that? Uh, that's that's it. Yes. <laughs> when the summer comes, is if I go outside uh, outside, I'm instantly red. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that. <laughs> but yeah, we're here to talk about your game, right? Because your game is really interesting. I mean, I'll be honest, I played a little bit with it. It's not super interesting where it's like, wow, this could be the next, you know, Halo or Mario World or Mario Kart or whatever. But it's interesting the fact that um, how you actually built it, right? You built this game without a game engine, just straight Flutter, right? Yes, yes. So the principle of the game is to show to the, to the player a grid. Um, on the grid, you have two types of cells the obstacles and the, the classical cells. And the goal of the game is to um, pass through all the normal cells only once and check them all. It may appear simple, but it is the, game came, uh, the game became really fastly complicated. So as you said, I didn't use any game engine to, to do this game, but the prototype was made in Unity 3D. Um, I have a background where I already made some video games for school and for work uh, on Unity. So I'm used to using Unity with, with C Sharp and all, uh, all of the SDK of Unity. But as you say, my game is pretty simple. Um, so when I made the prototype, I saw that everything was complicated to do with Unity, like uh, handling the Raycast to click on the, on the cube, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I wanted to try it uh, with another language, with another technology. And Flutter was the technology that I used since October 2021. Uh, and I really fell in love with Flutter. In fact, I quit my job to, to be a freelance developer with Flutter. And then at the time, so I started the game in summer 2022 and uh, Flutter 3.0 was there with Flame, who was announced by Google. And the question was, uh, do I need to use Flame or not? Um, So for those who don't know, Flame 
is a tool to help the developer to create a video game. Uh, it will help you to use uh, all of the sprites uh, to make the animations, to move your character toward uh, a map. It will help you with the sound management and a lot of things like that. Um, basically, my game don't have all these things. It's just a grid. Um, in, and you don't have any animation, almost any animation. Uh, it's really pretty simple. And when you make a video game, you don't, if you, you need to stay with the more basic things, because even if my game is simple, the base code is pretty big. We are um, around, I, I think, uh, 9,000 lines of code for a pretty simple game. And my previous projects were on, uh, on uh, 30, 40, 50,000 lines of codes. So it, it became really fast and complicated. And that's why I tried to be, to stay as simple as I, as I could. So my game effectively is made in full raw flutter. So you're saying 9,000 lines of code, right? Is that looking at all the different files and seeing 9,000 lines being used, right? Yes. Just in Dart file. Now that's not too bad, right? If you think about it. Now the reason I'm going to say that, right, not to diminish your work, but like if you do use, if you do add commas everywhere, and you use the Dart formatter, it tends to put like one or two characters in every single line, and then yes. <laughs> so maybe nine thousand sounds like a lot, but if you if you have a lot of that kind of stuff, then it will definitely pad it out pretty big. But nonetheless, nine thousand, even with that, is still a lot. Let's just say, even worst case. 6,000 would be an, uh, definitely up there. And I think that's a lot of lines of code. I mean, is, is most of that in the UI or is that in the logic or, you know, what do you think most of your, your dark code is? The most difficult things was uh, the logic of the game because um, the UI, as I said, is really simple. Is just uh, X containers uh, showed to the user. So my bigger grid is uh, six by six, so 36 uh, cells and some text around, some buttons, but it's really simple. The difficulty to make my game is to create the levels. When I create my level, I need to be sure that you can do it. And it seems simple, but really not. On on the last levels of my game, uh, you have a, a big grid, by six by six, instead of two by four for the first level. Um, and I added some mechanics that made obstacles explode, uh, that make uh, you uh, need to recheck some previous cells, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it made the game really difficult. And the main difficulty of my game was to create an algorithm to check all of the possibilities of the uh, of the given grid and to say if, if the user can do it or not and how much uh, solutions are there for the given grid. And this code take, took me pretty much time and it took a really, really big, bigger um, uh, amount of lines. And it's not even in the game. It's just for me to help me to create the levels. So every time a level comes up, uh, it's all dynamic, right? Is it, That's what it sounds like if you spent all the time to do something like this. On the campaign mode on the normal mode when you have your uh, 100 first levels it's not generated it's uh, the levels that i made as I, uh, I i have tested them and i store them in a json file that is loaded uh, when you launch the game um, so these levels have been handmade by me but you have another 
mode, uh, game mode, which is the race mode. And the race mode if, is that you have a simpler level, simpler grids to, to resolve. But uh, the, the goal is to resolve as much grid as you can in a given time. So you have one, two or five minutes. And to avoid the fact that the users know by heart all levels that could be shown, uh, I'll use uh, a live generations for these levels. And, but they are, they are simpler. Um, it's, they don't have advanced mechanics that you can find in the normal levels. And the main reason of that is because it will be really difficult for the player to resolve them is if I added some difficult mechanics and I had some performance issues. Uh, with the algorithm that checks the, the grid. I have actually a MacBook Pro M1 Max with 64 gig of RAMs. When I need to check my grid on 6x6 with, with difficult mechanics implemented in the grid, it took almost two, for, uh, two, three, two or three minutes to check the grid on my MacBook. <laughs> so on, on a mobile phone, it was a nightmare, really. So I needed to, to, to get a simpler version to be able to generate uh, in live these levels on the phone without making lag uh, my players. Oh, wow. How did you come up with the algorithm? Did you find something online or really just sit down with uh, like a pen and paper and kind of design it all out? To be honest, I did it when I was on uh, on vacation. So I was, sit, uh, uh, I was sitting uh, and, and I take a, a pen and a paper. I, I draw the game. I was inspired by... Um, by some Pokemon games in, to, I don't know if you know it, but in some whole Pokemon games, you had some ice rooms when you needed to find the correct path uh, to go to the other side of the room. That's what inspired me for the game. And I start to draw this grid and that's where I, I wrote down my algorithm, my first algorithm without the, the advanced mechanics. So just the, the algorithm for if the grid uh, find all the solutions of the grid, and I, I made I made it yes. I don't think you can find an equivalent on the web. I don't think it's not something like Jigstra uh, or, or other or A Star or yes, the, the algorithm exists, but is the it's the shortest path from point A to point B. My problem is to check all the cells only once, and I don't think you can find an algorithm online for that. Not sure. <laughs> now, do you plan to patent this algorithm and, and lease it out to people? Uh, sorry, I didn't. I didn't understand. I said, did you plan to patent this this algorithm? Kind of keep it to yourself and license it out to people? Oh, I don't know if someone would use it. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd be surprised what people would like these days. I don't know. It could be useful. Maybe a university uh, master's student may need it for their own final year project. I don't know. Oh, why not? Yes, that's not really a problem. <laughs> Obviously, I'm just joking. But may, maybe it could be useful. I don't know. Uh, I do know that there's like, it kind of reminds you of like um, these kind of like Sudoku um, algorithms, right? Where you can kind of figure out how to solve these kind of problems. I mean, I think it's a little bit similar in that fact where you have to figure out, okay, this is a grid and, and, and how do I can I actually solve it, right? That was your one of your hard problems to figure out. The, the game is inspired by these simple games, uh, not the games that you will spend some hours uh, in it um, in, a, in a single row. It's just a game that, uh, yes, I, I, I am, uh, I am waiting for something. I play one or two or two levels. So it's, it's a game that you, you play when you have little free time. 
and I wanted this to be short. And yes, it is inspired by a Candy Cat, Candy the game by a Facebook on Facebook, Candy Crush, Candy Crush. That's it. Candy Crush. Okay. Candy Crush, Sudoku. It's the same kind of game. Uh -huh, okay. Yeah, I, I I say it's it's not really too hard. Like it took me a minute to really understand it. Like I like the fact that when I start up the game, I can see you know you you have these kind of like maybe I guess you can call them giant giant cards or something. You need to tap your way through, and you explain how the game works, which is good. Um, now the I have to ask. I, I'm just curious. Maybe you have an answer. Maybe not. Why did you choose the colors that you chose? Right. I think you have blue for available spaces. Yellow for the next available space you can move to, right? And is it green for somewhere you've been and red for obstacles? Yes, and red for obstacles, yes. Uh, I tried different colors. Um, I think the, the simple answer is I'm really bad at designing. <laughs> so uh, for me, an obstacle needs to be red. Uh, a green is something that you checked. And for the other colors, I didn't knew what to put. So I try different colors and I use them. But th that's the problem of my game is that's why it is really simple with a really simple graphics. Uh, I'm not a designer. I'm really bad at designing. And for the moment, I don't have uh, I don't have uh, any money to, to pay a designer to, to really help me to, to build my game. So that's why I create this kind of game with simple graphic, but it won't impact the gameplay. Uh, for my next project, when I want to make a tower defense, uh, I really need to to pay someone to make me sprites, animation, etc. Okay, yeah, it's it's not not too bad. I mean, it's not. Yeah, of course, it's not the most attractive game, but it's also not not too bad. I mean, you're just making squares, and um, you have this very um, interesting animation where, like, if you win the level, it's like all of these. I don't know, like confetti and is it, I don't think there's balloons though, but there's some other party stuff, right? Is that is that a GIF or what? What is that exactly? Yes, it's a GIF. Uh, all animations that you see are GIF. <laughs> and I'm because guessing it's I, a free one you found online, right? Uh, that's right. Uh, that's why the simple solution for me. Uh, the GIF are uh, runs pretty smoothly on almost any device. Uh, I'm sure of uh, how it will display for the player. It takes. Not so much space. I needed to adjust the size because um, the game was at almost 100 megabytes. Uh, it was a lot for a simple game like that. So I have a little work on how to optimize GIF in a mobile application to not take so much size. Uh, but uh, apart this problem, it was really the simple solution for me. So how many GIFs do you have? Is it just the one or, or no? Actually, I think that you're beginning... Cards also have some animation, if I remember oh, correctly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just played it, so you're lucky that it's all kind of fresh in my head, and I was like, okay, this is cool. There are 27 GIF in my game. <laughs> and 27 GIF will give you 100 megabytes. I think a normal game, I think a normal small app is like, what, 30 to 50 or something? I can't remember now. Uh, there are not only GIF. Huh? There are uh, GIF. Uh, when I say 100 megabytes, it, it was a whole package. So the game with the code, with the uh, GIF, with the images, with the sound, because the, the background sound that you hear, it's pretty big. It's around 10 to 12 megabytes because it's a really, really long sequences. Uh, in fact, the audio, yeah, let me see. yes, the, the background music that you hear, uh, it takes 10 minutes to play until 
entirely. Uh, I wanted to have a, a big file because I don't want I don't I don't I wanted that the player don't don't hear the uh, the loop of, of the of the music while playing. Okay. Yeah, I, my phone's always in like no sound mode because I'm always going to meetings and walking around and talking to people. So I always hate when I have sound <laughs> all the time. In fact, sometimes I like I, I don't even know what my ringtone sounds like to be honest because I don't even know. Maybe I changed it ten years ago. I don't remember. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's the same for me. It's always on silent silent mode. But my watch yeah. rings sometimes. But I I know the ringtone of my watch, but not over my phone. I know the vibration of my watch. I don't think I know the the ringtone of my watch. Oh yeah, well, I think it's the default one for me. <laughs> okay, I I find that that's so interesting, right? I mean, there's still a couple of questions. Maybe we can really go into them some more. So you, before you even started this project, you already built a prototype in Unity, which is a real game engine, right? And you joined Flutter, or you started working on Flutter when 3.3 came out, you said, right? With, with, with Flutter game engine. I think that's what I heard, or did I hear that wrong? Yes. With the Flame engine. Yes. Uh, so with you already knowing what a game engine is and having experience in Unity, like number one, let's just kind of start at the top, right? You ditched the game engine, where you already had a prototype that was working, I'm guessing, and you decided to use it in Flutter. Like, well, why would you ditch uh, Unity? I mean, it, it's a game engine, right? It's it's what you it's what you would use to build a game. Well, explain. I, I don't get it. Um, it's mainly for one of the reasons that, that I love Flutter. Um, when you use Flutter, it makes it, it makes it makes you save a lot of time. Uh, the simple thing in, is, uh, you make a modification, you have it instantly displayed on on your simulator or on your physical device. On Unity, that's not the case. It takes a lot of time, even if it's a simple project like that. It took a lot of time. Um, plus, uh, as I said, uh, Unity is a game engine with physics, with animations, with uh, raycast, and all the things. For a simple thing as uh, when the user tap on the cell of this grid, uh, you handle it and you do this. Uh, it was really way more complicated with Unity. And uh, I wanted, as my game is really simple, I wanted to reach as much, uh, as much device as I could, as much old device as I could. And Unity was consuming all, this, all those performances for these simple things. Um, in my prototype, I, I needed to create a cube, a 3D cube, in an environment and use a raycast uh, when a user, a user click on the screen. And I needed to listen the event when the raycast hits the cube uh, to handle the tap on the cube. So it's really a big thing for just an untap event, which is really simple in Flutter. So that really the reason that I, I don't think if I needed a physics, a physics engine, maybe I would keep Unity over Flutter, and I'm not even sure. It depends really on the game, uh, and, and really, uh, it's not all the games that need a physics engine. Uh, and for the rest, uh, Flame, I think maybe really uh, may have really all the tools that you need for developing a game. As I said, I will make a, a tower defense in my next project, so with animations, uh, with a little bit of physics, but you can trick it to not use physics, um, and all of the things are like that. It's a game uh, a bit more complicated, and I think I won't use Unity, even if I know it. I, I use it for two years in a row, 
Um, and I, I know it pretty well, but again, it's really a complicated tool to use. And I prefer to use simpler tools and be inventive and use some der derivative way to do my thing, what I need. And then use a really big tool like that and to produce a, a package that takes a lot of performance, that takes a lot of time, and it's a nightmare to, to maintain after that. Now, you touched a little bit about uh, why not choosing Flame. I mean, I think the big argument was that it's such a simple game, you don't really need Flame. Yes. Uh, but again, I mean, is that the only reason why you didn't want to choose Flame? Yes, that's really really the only reason because I, I'm interested in Flame. I want to, to master it because, uh, as I said, I'm in love with Flutter and I really want to know all that I can with that. Um, but for my first game project on Flutter, I wanted to stay as simple as I could. Uh, one of the problems that I had is really um, when I make a project, I try to make it as best as I can and I try to use really a lot of tools and it takes me uh, it, it wastes. It make me waste waste so much so much time. So this time I, I said, okay, I'm on vacation. I make a game. I have uh, three weeks. In three weeks, I need a, a, a prototype that is playable, uh, with all the mechanics that I needed. And in in these three weeks, I had uh, only three or four hours per per day. So it, it was not that much. Uh, I needed to go fast. And the simple solutions were was a flutter wall. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I mean, even knowing that you know what you know now and you've played around, I guess, a little bit more with Flame, you still would keep everything the same. I mean, you're not thinking to ever change, right? For this game, yes. For, I mean, it's it just really for my game. For a simple game like Sudoku, like uh, Beat the Grid, or or other things like like that, yes, really. It's really simpler, I think. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. Um, have you ever thought about, because you keep mentioning about how you don't have any animations, have you thought about using some of those, like, I forget what the heck they're called, like animated opacity or these kind of things to help add some animations to your, your game? I tried it. Uh, for uh, I have an, an animation where I make explode a cell. So the cell is fragmented into, into smaller cells and they, they, they explode like that. Um, but again, it was just um, a matter of time available. I don't have time. So I choose the simple solutions. I take a GIF. I make the GIF the size of the cell, and I and I, I was playing the GIF, and that's that's done. It was really just a matter of time. Mm, that makes sense. So now that your game is out, so your game is only available on two platforms, I think, at the moment, right? iOS and Android. Is that right? Yeah, for the moment, yes, because I was testing. It's my first uh, production mobile app. The others are not released on 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 the public stores. For, for because it's not the the purpose of of these app, of of these apps, and I had some problems with those platforms. It's my first application that I that I deploy on uh, Google Play and uh, App Store, and I was surprised by the time that Google took for uh, for uh, ver verify my application. Uh, Apple. It took the longer release verification that Apple made was about two days, and I think it was one. Google took almost thirteen days for just a modification of my Play Store page. It's really a nightmare. Uh, I don't know, understand how how can 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 it takes them so much time, but. 
That's why for the moment I even think I'm, I'm even thinking of just to release it finally on Apple Store because it's really a nightmare. Uh, my game I wanted to implement ten level ten levels every week, like Candy Crush, as I said, is almost the same business model. Uh, I wanted to to add some levels to to keep the players and to add to add some more difficulties for those who can reach the final levels. But if uh, if I if I want to make uh, ten levels every week, I, I need to to release it at at least ten days before the release date of the version with the ten new levels, or I need to implement a server and to to form the client download the new levels on on the on the on the phone when the user launches the application. But it's way more complicated than I originally thought. So yes, I had some problems with with those platforms, and that's why for the moment I keep only those two, and I try to to make it work for the moment. For Google alone, I didn't have any problem with Apple yet. I hope I won't. <laughs> but really, I was surprised, and that's really a thing that I say now to my to my ex colleagues or to the developers that I know. Uh, if you make a mobile application, really be careful of the time of uh, verifying uh, by Google, the verification time by Google. It's really surprised me because it's Google, so I thought it would be really fast, fast and faster than uh, uh, even faster than Apple, but it's not the case. And I even contacted the support of uh, of Google and say, no, it's 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 a normal time. It's uh, between th- seven to ten days to to publish your app or even make a modification of your Google Play page. Oh yeah, you know what? Okay, yeah. After you publish your first version, it's pretty much pretty instant, to be honest. It's really fast after that when you publish new versions. Uh, not in my case. <laughs> really? Okay. Because like I feel like because I don't know. Uh, I when I was developing an app for a client, we would push out the Google Play version. We'd have to wait for Apple to approve, and we would have to wait for them to approve it, and then we'd have to manually sync them up at the same time. And like once we hit publish, it was out there. Yes, like for, at least for for Google. I mean, like, there's no review process. It felt like no review process. At least we ran into one issue where he made a modification to his Play Store account, and that triggered yes. Google to come check him out because he put like a what was it like a a, a review that somebody gave from some famous magazine or something like that. It was some famous person said some words. And he didn't have a citation for that. And then he got flagged. And then we started seeing Google email start signing up for his service. It was very weird. It was like very creepy. So I don't know if you ever had that problem before. I mean, I don't think you have a sign up process, so you, you don't really see that. But for us, we've kept seeing like whatever at Google.com, at Google.com, at Google.com. We're like, what is all these? Who are all these people coming in all of a sudden? All at Google.com. And I guess there are testers or something. Yes, I don't have this, but I had the problem of, yes, you modify something in your account and it takes a few days or even more than a week to, 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 to appear in your, to, to be effective or to appear in your play page or it's. It really does take weird. a long time for it to sync across the world though. I've had that happen with both Google and Apple where I would send up the app and then like I'll be checking. It's not coming up. Yes. That's happened a couple of times. For me, it's about a day. Uh, for Google, Apple is a bit faster, um, but really, it's really. I can understand that it can take some time to to be to appear because uh, you need to refresh cache in every uh, every server that they have. They have, 
where the verification time is. Apple, the fastest, fastest verifying process that they made was under an hour. And Google, the longest was uh, 13 days. So, yeah. I read something that it may be a problem with Flutter because a Flutter application may be more complicated to verify. I'm not sure of that. Um, I, I didn't read enough to, 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 to be sure of that, but it may be one of the problem, but it's Google who made Flutter, who made Flutter. So I will be surprised of that. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've heard stuff like that. Um, I've actually had more bugs with Android than I had with iOS in terms of like, it's just crashing for some weird reason. Oh, me too. <laughs> for iOS, I've, I've only had issues where like some versions of iOS would act different than other versions. And I'm not too sure why with like link, uh, what's it called where you have uh, app linking? Where app linking will work different just between patch release versions if you know semantic versioning. You know semantic versioning, right? Yes. Yeah, so the patch release would be different for iOS version for the same app. Super weird. That's the thing that you, you don't know before before having the problem. Not even that, but like my client was angry. He's like, why is it broken? I'm like, I don't know. Like it works fine on mine. He's like, yeah, it works fine on mine too. It's like he had like x.y.2. X, x I had like x.y.4. And people who were complaining were on x.y.3. <laughs> so it was like this one patch release in between both of us was a broken issue with like app linking. And I was like, what the heck? This is ridiculous. Why is this? How the heck do you mess this up, Apple? For the moment, I'm there because I don't have any enough users to have to face these problems yet. Yeah, but that's how you know you have success. When people start complaining about how your app is broken, Yes, that's when you know you have success, right? I would love to have these problems. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, actually, we have that, that quote-unquote problem with this podcast because we had a couple of episodes that got delayed. And uh, people were messaging me, where's the new app? I, I try refreshing the podcast. I don't have the app. I don't, sorry, where's the new episode? Uh, the, uh, keep refreshing. It's not coming in. Oh, sorry. We're, we're busy this week. We couldn't release it. Oh, okay. Please hurry up and release it. I'm, I want to hear it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that's, that's always a good sign, right? Yes. Yes. I would love to be at this stage. That was my case for the romance. I now, have you thought about a way around this problem i mean because like you said you want to release a new version of your app to like every week or so with new levels like and you already thought about you have levels in json so why not just have a server where you could just or a server or s3 or something where you could just download the latest json file and that could just make the new levels to kind of bypass this situation yes uh, i can make this um the problem the only problem that i have is um i want to implement uh, every uh, uh, 50 or, or 100 levels, a new mechanic. So now I released a uh, hundred levels yet. I want to make the next 10 levels and I want to implement a new mechanic. And when I have a new mechanic, I need to release a new version of the game. Uh, the, the server that updates the JSON won't be enough. And the solution is pretty simple. In fact, uh, even if Google takes a lot of time to validate your version, you need to have two or three version uh, already verified and you need to deploy, de uh, deploy them manually at the given date. And I need to prepare uh, two, three or four weeks in advance to be able to release them manually and to, to be on time on every version that I, that, that, that I want. That will be the solution. Just I need that to, to prepare that in advance. But I didn't use that uh, before, <laughs> before be being in, in this business. 
Okay. Yeah, you feel like you're working on their time now, right? When you have to release the app onto the app store. Now, you ever think to to release the game uh, for web? I didn't think of it because um, the game, the business model of the game is to you consume a live every time you play a, a game. When you don't have any more life, you can watch an ad to 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 restore your life, your lives, or you can wait. And I I just uh, had it in in app purchase uh, in my game, so I don't know if I could make it in a web version. The thing that really would be interesting for me is more the, um, a desktop version with uh, um, to to publish on Steam, because a lot of video games developers do that um, when they uh, develop their games they make uh, like a kickstarter page but on steam to announce their game and to show how much uh, players that you k- maybe could have at, at the launch time of the game um, for my new game the, the next one i think i will do it uh, on a desktop version the web version i don't think because i think it may makes it may makes me a lot of problems like how do i save the, the game I will need a server. I will need to identify the player. Uh, all these mechanics, I don't have them intentionally because I wanted to to be as simple as, as I could. And I think on the web, it would make me a lot of problem. Uh, it will be really a different version than the mobile ones. I thought as a developer, you always create to have a more difficult problem. Yes. <laughs> so that that means that you you if you take another another trip, maybe you'll have a solution for that one. Is it time every time you go on a trip you have a new solution? Yes, uh, I think th- <laughs> I, I won't wait uh, my next trip because it won't. It will be on in few months. But yeah, yes. In fact, I was more productive in vacation than now. I don't know why. <laughs> I guess it's if you don't have like other problems in your mind, then you know it's easier to focus on this one. Yes. Also, like when life is too good, it's like oh, I need I need some. You know, it's kind of like your game, right? Like when you're bored and you're sitting there, you want to like challenge yourself a bit right kind of push yourself that's it surely so it could be that yeah well awesome i i really appreciate yeah, hearing back from you and it's good to hear that you already have a uh, a background in video games right so you already knew kind of like what you're getting into and it's good to hear that even as somebody with a background in video games that flutter itself out of the box can already make something simple yes yes and um my old games were a really complicated ones because it my Really big games, uh, which took me two years with uh, four four mates, uh, was a game with uh, VR, so with the Oculus, the first one, and um, a thing called Mayo, M M Y O. It was something you put on your wrists, and it could um, it had a gyroscope and accelerometer and some uh, EMG uh, EMG sensors. Uh, it could it could um, it could uh, see what you was what you were doing with your hand. So if you if you make your, your fist like that, it will detect that. If you make your hand like that, if you uh, wave your hand like that, you you, kill, you could reproduce all the gesture of your hand in the game. So we made a game with VR and uh, we with really realistic gestures that you that was reproduced in the game. So it was really a complicated game, and that's why. Perhaps I wanted to stay in a simpler game like that, without Unity, without any any big bigger engines, and I wanted to to stay as simple as I could to be fast and to release faster game. 
I think I have one of those Mayos somewhere. They they were only available for like a year or maybe less. They were, in, yeah. And you put it right above your elbow on your forearm, right? Not up high, but right above the elbow. Yeah, and you could do this. And it had like this. The demo was that you could you could uh, make a what do you call that snap? You could do this, stop or play the music, stop the music. Next, I remember uh, I had that somewhere, and they released their SDK because they stopped working on it. It was pretty cool, and the ad was when you have a presentation, you don't have a remote, you just wave your hand up. It's it changes the slide when uh, when you was was on. It, the ad was also about uh, some uh, health uh, jobs uh, when you when you are uh, operating your patients, and you could you could uh, see uh, um, some images on the screen to help you, and you could zoom with your hand. Uh, without uh, needing to wash your hand uh, each time. It was pretty cool things, but the problem with that is um, it was not working well with uh, everyone. It depends on uh, your morphology, and we, it, it was a nightmare with some <laughs> some persons. Yeah, I, I definitely have one of these. I thought it was going to be pretty cool, but yeah, they, ran, they, ran, they just stopped making them, or they stopped uh, whatever you call it. Yeah, I do remember like, they said like, oh yeah, do this, do that. Yeah, I have to play around with this some more. I I gotta find now. You make me want to find mine. I see if I can find it anymore. I guess you can still kind of use them, but depends if you can figure out a way to make it connect to your computer nowadays because they stopped working on it. I think you can use it for for just the presentations. I think on PowerPoint or or something like that. Maybe you can. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for for bringing me back to Mayo. Uh, it's been a while since I thought about that one. And uh, yeah, and for letting me know that I don't need to have a game engine in order to make a game within Flutter. You can do a lot already out of the box. Is there anything else you want to let people know at home? Maybe check out your game or anything like that? Oh yeah, don't hesitate to check my game, Beats the Grid on App Store and Google Play. <laughs> and really, something that could inspire some of you to, to make a game. A game may appear really complicated to make, but... You can resume it in really simple, simple actions and simple principles that you can implement with a rule on Rage or even with, with Flame. Flame is a tool to help you to make video games, but it's not that complicated. It just helps you uh, to, to implement something. It's not like Unity that where you need really to learn a whole SDK to be able to make something. Uh, Flame is not like that. And I think with Flutter, you can make a lot of games, a lot of 2D games pretty simply. And not hesitate to try. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time, and maybe I'll have you back to hear about your new games and uh, see how it's going. With pleasure. Thank you.